0: Welcome to another episode of Georgia Speaks. Thank God for today. Today is Friday. It is the day the Lord has made and we will be rejoicing and be glad in it. So this week we've been focusing on preparing for 2024 and we have discussed a lot of key topics, you know, as we plan and we align ourselves for all God has in store for us this year. And particularly, growing our relationship with God. And so this week we discussed, the first um, topic was, do we love God? Next one was submission. And then the third one was obeying instructions. And today we will discuss the submission topic and obeying instructions in light of using examples in the Bible to really show, you know, submission and obeying instructions um and god help us as we practice this in 2024 i find that you know in the topic of submission it's a continuous process so last year you may have felt or have submitted to god you know so this year there's more work to be done which means there's more submission that you know would come through but in the end it's for his name to be glorified for his name to be glorified in our lives now for us to you know Fully enjoy and totally go and 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 bask in what He has given us this year. Submission and obeying instructions is paramount. It's a partnership between us and God, and so God has done the major work, but whatever we need to do is important to assessing what God has in store for us. Holy Spirit, take absolute control use me as a vessel father thank you that you've been using me as a vessel into honor for this particular purpose help me to deliver this message as you put it in my heart all of you lord none of me take your way take the way lord and take absolute control have your way lord in jesus mighty name i pray amen so i start with biblical examples of submission but before I go into the examples, I want to discuss you know a few points from my perspective. So a very key part of the Jola speaks journey has been submission, and what I will say here is that everybody in the world, everybody is on the submission journey to God. Wherever they are, they're on that journey. Now I find out that in many cases. One may not necessarily be aware you are on that journey, but you, we all are. And for me particularly, I was on a I, I I realized I was on a submission journey a couple of years ago. Meanwhile, I was on that journey learning, trusting God, ATC, for the longest of times. But then it's it's where you now become aware of that journey that you now start to, you know, understand more. About you know your experiences, what has been happening to you, you know how to even respond to different situations because you know that you know either you're in either you are in a season and that season requires this amount of posture you, or, or in a different season. But whatever you are, whatever you are doing, again we are all in a submission journey. But it's very important to know that we are on that journey that knowledge is important because it will help us you know align ourselves appropriately on that journey and we submit to god's will as we go in life and thank god for even opening up our eyes to know that we are on that submission journey and thank god for the wisdom the understanding that came with that because with that at least we know what what is clear what is happening in my case, I didn't understand what was happening to me. I just knew that um, I was called into a season. I didn't get to, in fact, at that point in time, my idea of season wasn't quite clear. I just wondered what, what is seasons of life, you know? What is happening here, right? Um, and it was very confusing. And for me, how did it start? It just said uh, whereby I was doing some things I would normally do to yield results, and they were not yielding the results I wanted. And so it, 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 I was in a season where I was learning to not depend only on my own abilities, but to also understand that it is God that created me and I should depend on him, you know, to enjoy his fullness. And it went for a bit because as as if, if, if you know me personally, you know that, right? I like to, you know, do excellent work. I like to do everything with all abilities and powers and everything. And even though that is amazing and fantastic, like I was taking pleasure, I was taking confidence in, you know, the output of work that I do, not not necessarily giving God the glory for the work that I do, and so I was attributing everything at like every result as my results, even though sometimes I was oh God did it, but actually deep down. I was sure that it was me that did it and that was where god began to work on me whereby i would do those same things and it wasn't even the result that i, I was expecting from it and so i remember that time um i remember speaking to a, a wonderful person named esther longer like there are many words i can describe her but this one i would say she would just she was just sent by god to speak to me and she she, she had gone through a similar journey which was very helpful and then it kind of helped her, you know, help me. And that's important because she was speaking from, you know, her own experience and her own, her own submission journey to God. And that made me see an actual, you know, example of, of how that would, that looks like, instead of some sort of, um, of, of theoretical idea that I may have had in my head. And now by doing that and by, you know, listening, hearing from her and, you know, her praying with me, we praying together, her mentoring me through the process, I then began to really see where I was, and so when I understood that journey, I started to know yield, you know, and started to see, okay, God wants me to do this, you know, God wants me to do that, and I started to do those things, and I began to realize, you know, how God was, you know, molding me to become the person that He has called me to be. But at, at the end of the day, we can have all this phenomenal. um um, works that we think we do, that, we, that, we, that are phenomena in our eyes, we can do all these things. But the whole point and purpose of our life is probably the most important thing because we are sent, we were created for that particular purpose and fulfilling that purpose is what will give us fulfillment in life and whatever we do. When we find that when we are, we are not there, we are struggling and striving so hard because what God created us for is what would indeed give us the true fulfillment that, we are, that our soul and our heart so desires. But one thing I'll point out today is the earlier, the better. As I said before, everybody is on different steps or different levels of submission journey. But the earlier we realize, the earlier we understand why in that journey and begin to yield, the better it is for us. The better it is for us. Because as we all know, God lives in a world where there's where time has has nothing on him. He he lives in the heavens, right? It's also on earth that we have time span of life. We have time. etc is we're all rushing, racing, 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 you know, towards time, trying to accomplish so many things. We're the ones that you know want to do all the things that we feel we should do in the world. God has time and is very patient. So, if we decide to wait and not submit till 199, God is looking at us, waiting, right, for Him to manifest His glory to us. But then, if we submit earlier, then we find that God, you know, manifests His glory to us, even earlier in in much mighty ways. We have the time, the life in the world to do these wonderful works He has called us to. At the end of the day, God's name in this world is souls is souls, no no matter how you want to place it. Our great commission is souls, and it's written very clearly in the Bible. And so, while God is calling us to win souls through the works of our hands, through sharing our lights, through ministry, whatever it is, we need to remember God's purpose, you know, the, 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 the whole purpose, and how we fit into that very purpose. And so, yes, the earlier the better. So God can use us, you know, and we can indeed fulfill all that we have been sent forth to fulfill. So I will say, start now. Today is a perfect day to get into the understanding of the submission journey and yielding ourselves to that journey. So I have two examples here. The first example I have is Joseph. Joseph is a very interesting example in the Bible. And this is the Joseph that became the prime minister of Egypt now on that same point right we all we all not know but just a quick recap joseph you know had 11 brothers he was the he was the the, the 11th born his brothers did not like him because he was always reporting, reporting them to his to their father and then they sought to kill him and then because um, one of the brothers insisted not to kill him they um mm-hmm. sold him to some merchants that took him to egypt he went to a man's corporate first house. He wasn't exactly well, well there. And next day, the man's wife said to, to, to want to sleep with him and fancy him. And then he said no, run away. The, the, the woman implicated him. He landed in prison. During those times, he had dreams. He had one dream where he saw the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bow before him. And he told those dreams to his brother, like, this is his family. Why? It's, it's, I know people say, oh, he shall care for I'm like, mm, it's his family right you would you should be open enough in your family to say what's on your heart right because those are people that you should probably trust and be closer, closer to the most in a normal situation but anyway his because his brother's head had dream too that also made them more angry and wanted to kill and, and went to kill him but you see god protected him all through now god david went through sorry not david Joseph went through many seasons in that process, the season where his brother went to kill him and and then the next thing he went into a good season with Potiphar, then he went into prison and then he after prison he became the Prime Minister of Egypt. If anyone had charted Joseph's life based on the world standards, it would be as if his life is just going down, you know. From Potiphar's house to prison, that's the end. Because you think, oh my God, ex-convict, he cannot do anything in the world. That's, that doesn't require him to himself. In in many cases, there are so many things in the world sense that would that would have changed him, prevented uh, him from being what God had called him to be. But then we see how miraculous when it was time for him to sh- to to shine. When his seasons had changed, he woke up one day. He got called by the king. And, the, and then while he got called by the king, the king had a dream. He interpreted the dream and gave the king the, king the strategies that he, the king required, you know, for, for keeping food, right, during the farming season. And because he gave that answer, he was now given the assets to become the prime minister of Egypt to actually do what he said should be done. And then he, he got this massive role from the prime minister of Egypt in that time. Now, it is also interesting to see that Joseph went through a process. Every state was a, a process. He went through season of testings, he went through hard seasons, he went through reading seasons, he went through hammer time or whatever you call it seasons. You know, he went to a season of prison for years what you wonder. Why, and then at that point, she's wondering, what, what 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 is this? Like, why do I keep, what's happening? What's happening? Like, I'm in prison. And it was hard. And in some cases, he even tried to fast track it, but it didn't happen. But you see, all through those seasons, he was learning. And because you are submitting to God, you're learning, right? You're learning. So if David said to stay with Potiphar's wife, he will, he will not become the, the minister of Egypt. How? Because he he needed to be in the prison, a prison for 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 people that people in the past. Because that prison specifically was the one where, um, when Pharaoh was angry, he sent his his um palace staff there. You know when he's, when his upset, so he was learning the out of the palace in that prison. There's so many reasons why the, that prison prison had had to happen. Even though it was hard, but you see, that was the learning process for him. And so when one is submitting, one is learning. And I guess to that point of being the Prime Minister of Egypt. Well, after all, well, that was probably his purpose. No, his purpose actually was to become a forerunner for his family, which was the Israelites in Egypt. And so when the time came where the famine came, which was the the, the season where he was going to be manifesting God's purpose for him, his brothers came to him and all that. He could have you know, killed all of them. He could have denied them. But if he denied them, right which would maybe have the human thing to do so how do you want to treat someone that tried to kill you right but if he did so he would have denied himself his purpose or death because his purpose was actually to save and to be a foreigner to his family in egypt during that farming season so that is a, a, a very good example of submission that by submitting every step of the way he was thanked so, when David, uh, sorry, not, I keep saying David because David is also Zenai, I want to talk about. Us. But when Joseph landed in the prison, he was doing a good thing. He ran away from temptation. When the Bible says free from temptation. So, you wonder, ah, but God, you are, your word said free from temptation. Yes, he landed me in prison. Did you really say that? You know, things like that. But he continued to obey, even though it was leading him into, in, in areas that seemed hard, seemed impossible to comment on trusting God. And um, we can also know by that, that by that obedience, if he was able to fulfill that purpose which God has sent him to do on earth. And so that's the first one. And it was very important that David became the prime minister of Egypt for that purpose to be fulfilled. Because if you, if we I have done a whole series on Joseph, so if you want to learn more, I think I did it in the... Between May and July, May and August last year. So, if you want to learn more about it, what we want to, I just want to quickly say a point here that it was important that Joseph was the prime minister of Egypt because even the land, the Israelites were, could have only have been given to them because Joseph was the prime minister of Egypt. So, I will stop there for for now. Another example I wanted to give was David. David's whole life, and we we've been discussing and, and you know learning from the life of David for the last number of months. But if you want to summarize David's whole life, it is somebody if he's a man after God's whole heart, and what that what, what that means is a man that listens, listens, and obeys God's instructions. There are so many examples in the bible there are so many examples in david's life where he he obeyed god in ways way that did not make sense he was given so many opportunities to kill Saul, but because god's word said touch not my anointed he he did not touch him even when you know god caused a deep sleep on Saul and 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 three tall men and he could have killed him there but he refused to bow to any test or temptations and focused on obeying God's word throughout. That is submission. Another point to say about David, that David was, and I'll discuss this next next week, he was submitted and courageous. Because A lot of times we want to submit, but we are also too scared to come out. We are too scared of obeying God's huge instructions that, that are taking us out of our comfort zone. But well, you see, with David, by obeying those instructions, by killing the bear, killing the, the, the lion that comes in with him, he was able to kill Goliath. He was able to become the king of Israel. There are so many things that David was able to do by having courage. And that courage came from submitting to God itself. Because if he didn't submit to God, if, if, if he have courage, he wouldn't have been able to do retake. So if he did not have courage he would not be have been able to submit to God's you know instructions and obey his instructions as well. And so David was so important in the Bible because it was through that lineage that Jesus came through. It was through David's lineage that God brought to Jesus specifically to show how much you know God loved David. Right? And that was very important for his own purpose to create that lineage, you know, for the Lord Jesus Christ to come through. And we also know that David was not perfect. And we'll also discuss more of that as we go through. But he was definitely a man after God's own heart. So I will stop right there today and say thank you for listening to me today. Now I've given examples in the Bible of submission. And I would encourage you right? I know this is a year where we submit in deeper levels and forms. And if one is just learning or understanding this journey of submission, feel welcome. We are many in this journey. I don't think you're on your own. And if you have any questions, please reach out. I'm happy to answer, you know, the questions and God leading and helping me to do so. So thank you for listening to me today. I pray that God will give us the strength and the courage to submit to his will. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. I love you. Bye.